This is episode number 110 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fearless Presentations podcast. I'm Doug Standard, CEO of the Leaders Institute and Fearless Presentations. And this is the podcast that helps people just like you eliminate public speaking fear and become the the poised and confident presenters that you really, really want to be. Um, this is episode number 110, which is kind of cool. It's kind of exciting. And the topic on this session is a, is going to be about eye contact. It's one of the things that we get asked about a lot in public speaking classes. And I'm going to give you this with kind of a grain of salt, just so you know, um, a lot of people make a big deal out of the eye contact that folks have or the lack of eye contact that folks have when they're presenting. I'm going to give you kind of the, the, the real dirt on on eye contact and how to look really poised when you're standing up in front of a group and how to reduce that nervousness so that you can make good eye contact with people when you speak. Um, we Just so you know, the, the podcast is brought to you by fearlesspresentations.com. And we actually have a number of Fearless Presentations classes coming up. So if you happen to be in one of the cities that, I, that I'm going to list out here and you want to attend one of our two-day classes, uh, it, there's never been a better deal on, on really eliminating public speaking fear in such a short period of time. Because the, the two-day public speaking classes that we, that we have going on right now, we have a, a, a policy or a process now that includes about a year's worth of coaching for just the admission price to come to one of our classes. So if you want to go to a class in Dallas, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, and then a couple of months later, you want to go to another class in Dallas, you can do that. If you want to drive down to Houston and get a different instructor, you can do that as well. So you can actually attend up to three classes in a year when you register for a single class. We also are doing weekly webinars, which is kind of cool. We're, we're every week we're doing a live webinar where you get um, additional content that's a lot of times it's over and above what's in our regular public speaking classes that's all free with the um, registration into one of our classes and it's the only way to get access to those those weekly webinars those weekly coaching sessions so if you really want to to improve your public speaking confidence and look good and sound good when you stand up to speak then fearless presentations is a is a is a good choice for you um, we've got classes coming up in Dallas Columbus Miami Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, Portland, Pittsburgh, Minneapolis, San Antonio, Phoenix, uh, Indianapolis, New York, Charlotte, Atlanta, San Francisco, Las Vegas. And then in March, we, we've got classes in Raleigh and Chicago and L.A. and kind of starts over again. So if you're interested in attending classes in any of those cities, make sure and go to fearlesspresentations.com. If you're not sure whether you want to attend a class, you just want some information, just call the 800 number that's on the website and one of our instructors can can help you out. So, all right. So let's get on with today's podcast. Hey, so the title of today's podcast is it's kind of tongue in cheek just a little bit, but it's called Eye Contact in Presentation Skills. It's pretty important. 
but not nearly as hard as what you might think it is, or not nearly as as important as what you might think it is. And and we're going to kind of cover that in today's session. This is I, I mentioned in the intro that this is one of the things that we get asked about a lot when folks come into our class. They uh, like, for instance, I give an example. Um, last month in uh, early December, I was teaching a class. And one of the first things I like to do when I kind of start the class of is is ask a, a question. And I ask the people that are attending there, I say, hey, what physically happens to people when somebody gets nervous in front of a group? What are some of the things that that physically happens to our bodies? And one of the first answers that I got was you lose eye contact with the audience. And my response to that class member was, yeah, yes, eye contact in presentation skills is important, but keeping great eye contact isn't as hard as what you might think. And and just so you know, the lack of eye contact is it's really a symptom of of presentation nervousness. And in a lot of cases, when you reduce that nervousness, the symptom almost almost automatically goes away automatically. So you you don't have to even worry about it. So that's one of the the cool things about what we're going to talk about today is reduce that nervousness. A lot of the symptoms go away. Um, But before basically what we're going to cover on the the podcast, though, are just a few little tips. So these are some things that you can do, uh, or some of the things that we do anyway in our public speaking classes that help people improve their eye contact. And the the very first one, and I think this is really the most important one, is um, stand up and make yourself the center of the presentation. Uh, when when people are nervous or they're self conscious, a lot of times what they're what they'll do to minimize the threat they, or what they think is the threat anyway, is um, they'll 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 do some things that actually make themselves more nervous. You know, for instance. If if I happen to be one of these nervous speakers, I'm often just going to stay seated when I when I do my presentation. And if I do that, if I'm seated, and I'm, I'm looking at my computer screen. It's it's going to make my slideshow the 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 screen that I'm using as my visual aid. It's going to make that a lot of times the center of the presentation. This is a real fatal flaw when that that a lot of speakers will will kind of do. And it causes that eye contact in the presentation skills to, to really fail. It's one of those things that makes it real, really challenging. Your audience is now going to be looking at your slide the whole time. They're not going to be looking at you. And you're like, oh, my God, that's great. That's what I want. I don't want people looking at me. But it's actually the opposite because when if they're looking at your slide and you're looking at your slide, or even worse, if you're looking at your computer screen, then then what, what's going to happen is that's going to lead to a more boring presentation delivery most often. It doesn't really matter how exciting you are. If you're talking to your computer screen, it's not going to be very interactive. It's not going to be very fun or interesting for the people that are in your audience. And that's going to cause you to have a lack of that that eye contact. Um, I'll give you a good example of this, by the way. Last, last month I was speaking in Miami and um, and I was just one of many speakers. I was speaking off and on for for about two and a half days, and the the um, the room was already set up when I walked in. Which you know, a lot of times, if I'm going to be the only speaker, then I'll kind of tell the people that are holding the conference how I would like the room set up. And a lot of times, it's it they will they will kind of do that for me. But this time, since I was just one of many speakers, uh, the room was already set up, and I'm not since I'm a professional, it doesn't really bother me that much. But the room was really long and skinny. Now, if I were setting up this room, if I were the person that was in charge. 
I would would have set the screen up like my visual aid screen where that the projector was going on to. I'd put that in a, in the corner of one of the short walls. Um, it's that's kind of hard to describe on over the over the air over audio, but uh, I, basically, I would have the 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 tables and the chairs facing that short wall. So. Um, I guess a good way to think about it is let's say that you're, you're walking through a tunnel. Um, it, it would be kind of like that. You know, if you're looking toward the, the mouth of the, the funnel, if you're looking toward the light at the end of the tunnel, that would be the way that I would want people facing, right? If I happen to be in a tunnel and I was standing on the edge and I had a long line of people throughout the entire tunnel, it's going to be really difficult for me to make eye contact with everybody on that tunnel, right? It'd be very challenging. However, if I'm at one of the ends, then it's much easier, right? I can, I can, people are, I, I kind of make myself the the center of the, of attention by, by doing that or the center of the room. Um, this room, however, was set up totally different. It was set up with the screen right in the very center of the, the middle of that, that long wall. And, I mean, so if you, to 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 kind of visualize this in your head, think about being in a movie theater, and the movie theater only has three rows—the three rows that are closest to the front, especially like the new movie theaters with the with the reclining chairs and everything. You know, they're so like so so close to the the screen. You know, nobody likes to sit on those. You know, those first two or three rows—they may be good seats, but it's it's really hard to 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 kind of see everything. So but that's the way this room was set up. It was long and skinny and the screen was in the middle of the of of one of the long walls. And so basically what as I was presenting I had to kind of make the screen the center of attention. It was just necessary because um Anytime that I was off to the side presenting or if I was using my screen as a, as a visual aid, I'd have to stand off to the side and point to it and, and half the room couldn't even see me at that point. So a lot of times I'd hit the, I, I would blacken out my, um, my, my slide and I would just go and stand in front of the screen. So at least I, folks could see me, but it, it makes it challenging to keep eye contact though. If you're, if you're in a, if you've got your room set up improperly, um, so, so when we talk about eye contact and presentation skills, sometimes the things that are totally unrelated to presentation skills can either help you or hurt you in the process. So if you set your room up properly, it's going to help you make better eye contact. The second thing, and this is the thing that we focus on a lot in our fearless presentations classes, is that you want to insert more stories and examples into your presentations. Um, it, it's re- it's almost impossible to tell a really good story without looking your audience in the eye. It's it's really really difficult. It, 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 think about the last time that you were at dinner with at a friend's house, or you had friends over to your house for for dinner. At some point, you probably told your friends about something funny or something important that happened to you recently. And in your head, if you go back to that moment and think about what was happening, there's a good chance that when you remember that. You you're you would be looking into the eye of the friend that you started telling the story to, and then start as you progress through the story. Though you'd look briefly at another person at the table, and you're more likely, and and you were 
I mean, you're looking for that visual feedback that your that your friends are enjoying the story. So they kind of nod and and that kind of thing. So and and that's what makes communication. That's that's really natural. It's really common. That's what we do when we're with friends. It's also what you want to be doing when you're presenting in in front of a group. So when you add those stories into your speeches, you're going to naturally create great eye contact by kind of moving around the room looking for the people that are kind of into your stories, and and it, it makes it a whole lot easier. Now, right along with that is tip number three, which is you want to look for the friendly faces one at a time. So one of the first nervousness react, uh, reduction techniques that we teach in the fearless presentations class is, is what we call look for a friendly face. You know, and, and I know in many audiences, as you look around the room, you're just going to see stoic faces. It's, it's really challenging. They're like, like stone, hard, cold faces. And that can be kind of challenging. But when you say something that even just a single person in the room agrees with, then he or she will likely just kind of nod subtly at you. And when you see that reaction, your confidence is going to increase a little. So um, when when you when you get that that visual feedback, it's kind of like what we're talking about with the stories. When you get that visual feedback, it helps you in your mind. You're going, oh, okay, great. Um, this person anyway is understanding what I'm talking about. And once you do that, then you make eye contact with another person for a few seconds, and that person will likely nod and smile at you a little more. And so as you do that a few times and look around the room. It's going to help you boost your confidence, which actually reduces the the nervousness, and and it's going to help you create better eye contact throughout the presentation as well. So starting with the story, and and then um, and and then um, looking for the friendly faces. Those are two things that can really help you in a, in very early on in your presentation. Now, one of the things that you want to do is you want to avoid those unnatural force techniques that are designed to improve eye contact. There are a lot of crazy tips that people try to use to improve eye contact. Most of them just don't work, and most of them are really weird, you know. So, for instance, I had a, a public speaking teacher in college, business communications instructor that that taught us to um, look every single person. This is, seriously, this is what she said: look every single person in the eye and go around the room and do it. Right. So it was so basically what she was saying was that you start at the farthest person, the person that's farthest to your left or right, depending on which side that you start with. But start with your left. Look that person for a split second in the eye. And then um, after you make eye contact with that person, then you make eye contact with the person to his or her right and then the next person, the next person, the next person. And you work all the way around looking every single person in the eye. Until you've made eye contact with the whole room. And then once you do that, you start over at the beginning and do the whole thing again as you're presenting. Now, that's a lot to remember. <laughs> that's a very challenging kind of thing. It doesn't really work. And in fact, you'll look really goofy if you do this, by the way. It's just one of those things that's just really, really weird. Um, I, I used to laughingly call this what I, I used to call it the sprinkler effect. If you've ever seen someone do this, they, they look like an old timey lawn sprinkler, you know, You know, it's like, it's weird. It's it's one of those things that I don't know why people do it. I don't know why they think that's a good idea, but it keeps getting passed on. So stay away from those goofy kind of tips and techniques. A lot of times they, they just don't work and they're going to make you look goofy and that kind of thing. So avoid that. Um, the, the tip number five, and this is one that we, we suggest to folks um, pretty regularly, 
is that if you are consistently having trouble with eye contact, it, it typically it's most often a symptom of nervousness. And the, the best way to fix that is to reduce the nervousness. And so if you get a good speaking coach or if you take a public speaking class, that can be really, really helpful. So if you, if you really struggle with keeping that good eye contact, then and if you really want to fix it, get a coach. One of the reasons why the students that go through our classes tell us that, you know, fearless presentations is like it's the top public speaking class in the world is that our coaches actually help them fix this challenge. You know, so um, I, I'll give you an example, um, a, a technique that we use. Um, is what we call the mirroring technique. That's what our coaches do as, as folks are, as we're teaching people how to present better. So our presentation coach, a lot of times will stand at the back of the room as a class member is speaking at the front of the room. So we've taught them how to do something. We've showed them how to do it. We've given them a chance to practice. And then the first time that he or she gets up in front of the, the room, a lot of times the coach is at the back. And what we're doing from the back of the room is we're mirroring what we want that person to do. So if if um, if I'm the coach and I'm standing behind everybody that's in the audience, then the only person that can see me while that presentation is going on is the person who's standing up at the front of the room. That So basically, it's a very subtle way to coach because the other people that are in the room at the time, there are a few, if there's, you know, a lot of times we limit our class members to maybe 10. So if there's nine other people in the class, then the other nine people don't really know that I'm coaching. All they know is that the person at the front of the room is doing a fantastic job. So they don't they don't see the the subtle things that I'm doing to kind of help that person as he or she is speaking get better. But one of the things I'll do with for eye contact is a lot of times I will if I see that the person's kind of looking at me or they're looking down at at, at his shoes or something like that, then what I'll do is I'll I'll kind of make an open palm gesture to a single person that's sitting in the audience. And it's funny because once the person sees me do that, they automatically will look to see what I'm pointing at. You know, it's like it's a subtle point, but they'll go, what what was that? You know, and and without missing a beat, a lot of times they'll kind of look over at that person that that um, I'm encouraging, encouraging them to kind of look at. Most of the time it's going to be one of those people that have the friendly faces, the person that's kind of nodding and making that connection with them. And it, it, it really helps. And then uh, and then once they kind of look back up, I, you know, I'll, I'll kind of subtly point to somebody else in the room. So what happens is now I'm training them as a coach to help them create better habits with their eye contact. And if you get a good coach, they can, they can, a lot of times they have, we get, they've got years and years and years of practice to be able to do stuff like, like that. So subtle coaching from the back of the room can help presenters, you know, create those new habits as, as they speak. And, and the, it just works really, really well and increases confidence pretty dramatically when it's when it's done really well. So if you uh, if you really are struggling with eye contact or some of the other symptoms of, of nervousness, then by all means, kind of look us up. Go to fearlesspresentations.com. Look us up and see if they, we've got a class coming up in, in your neck of the woods at some time in the near future. So anyway, so thanks for being a part of the Fearless Presentations podcast. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure and do that. Subscribe to the, the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever it is that you're getting your, your podcast. That way, every time we do a new episode, you'll get access to it right away. Um, also, check out our YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and just and just do a search for Fearless Presentations, it'll come up pretty quickly. Uh, subscribe to that as well, because we're putting out sometimes as many as two or three different videos every single week. And they're, they're really good, helpful self-help videos that, uh, that can give you a lot of good tips in a very short period of time. So we'll see you next week on the Fearless Presentations podcast. 
Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.